I'm very happy when we reach this time of the week because we talk to our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, and Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog. I wish he'd be president of the United States. I know that. But unfortunately, he's president of Consumer Watchdog. They're doing a very important job over there. I know that. And you can check them out at consumerwatchdog.org, consumerwatchdog.org. And we're going to be talking about some of the items at consumerwatchdog.org. In fact, we're going to start with that. So, Jamie Court, thanks for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. It's always my pleasure, Norm. Well, Jamie, I went to consumerwatchdog.org a little while ago, and I saw one of my favorite politicians, and I put that, of course, in, in sarcastic quotes, Jerry Brown, the governor of California, who's done a really nice job of convincing people he's green, but he's not green. He's actually quite brown, and he's got a few months left in office. I mean, we have a gubernatorial election in November. He's out in January. He's about 80 years old. He's made it very clear he's never running for office again. He's going to retire to his ranch, and God bless him, he certainly has earned it after a long career of public service. But, Jamie, he's got no political uh, reasons to do anything. He doesn't have to do anything for campaign contributors. He can really just do the right thing with no political consequences, just walk off into the sunset. But he's not doing the right thing on green energy, is he? He hasn't today. You know, we, he's going to have a global action summit in San Francisco uh, five months from today, September 12th. And uh, yesterday I stood with uh, uh, representatives for over 800 groups who signed uh, a letter to Brown saying, you've got to deal with oil and gas drilling in this state. Climate reformers have to limit oil and gas drilling. You know, fossil fuels number one driver of climate change. You can't ignore it and then go on a stage in San Francisco in five months and ask the rest of the world to step up. How about you stepping up and freezing all oil and gas permits and then having a plan to roll back the drilling that we have. And, you know, we, we were in the oil fields with some people up in uh, L.A. and uh, the Inglewood oil fields right behind some, right in front of some drills. And these folks that live near these fields have suffered all sorts of illnesses, vision problems, uh, respiratory problems, lots of problems. And they blame it on, on living so close to the oil fields. And Brown's not listening to them, but uh, this is the beginning of a campaign that is going to make them listen before September. There was a blimp that flew over the the bay, uh, some beautiful pictures with a little sign that Greenpeace flew uh, about Brown and uh, how um, climate changes and you don't need to deal with drilling. Uh, and uh, if you go to consumerwatchdog.org, you can see the pictures right on the front page. There's a link in the press release. Uh, he's uh, he's, he's going to be dogged by uh, people who are literally uh, going to make him understand what it's like to be uh, living near oil fields and what it's like to be uh, part of this fossil fuel economy. He, he's got to put some limits on the fossil fuels if he wants to address climate change and get the rest of the world to lead with climate change. And these, you know, uh, 800 groups are really serious about um, making him take a stand. His response, or his gov the governor's office response was less than encouraging. They said, you know, how, how is it that the P how is it, how are you going to try to change climate change by sabotaging a climate change summit and we said well how is trying to sabotage reform in the state by not dealing with all gas drilling going to help with climate change so we have a dialogue and and we'll see where it takes us but uh, jerry brown's not going to be able to retire into the sunset without people realizing that that sunset includes these oil wells and these oil rigs if he's not willing to fix them well, Jamie, it seems to me that there is a very simple and very basic fundamental 
principal tenant at work here on the environmental side, which is very simply stated, and I didn't invent it, leave it in the ground, right? You can put some quotation marks on that or a hashtag on it, leave it in the ground. And that's really kind of the key to the thing, because if Vladimir Putin is is yanking a whole bunch of oil and gas out of the ground and burning it, well, then Vladimir Putin is the opposite of green. He's the climate change guy because he's yanking it out of the ground, burning it and therefore creating climate change. And so it seems to me that where the rubber meets the road here, the bottom line is, are you going to leave it in the ground or are you going to yank it out of the ground and burn it? And that's what we're trying to avoid. And it's a very simple kind of basic choice. And Jerry Brown has shown that he's he, he talks a great game. But, Jamie, the facts are the facts and the evidence is the evidence. Brown ain't green. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to our friend Jamie Corden. Please do check out ConsumerWatchdog.org because when you go to ConsumerWatchdog.org, you'll find Jamie Corden's the president. But there's all kinds of really great stuff up there. We just talked about Jerry brown and leave it in the ground hey that even rhymes but there's also a big big segment of course on our privacy and facebook and jamie i gotta move us over to mark zuckerberg on capitol hill this week because he really really put on quite a show he took off the hoodies and the dungarees and you know some old codger in congress said hey take off the dungarees and the hoodie and he got the hands he put on the suit and tie he scrubbed himself up nice and he went there with a phalanx of lobbyists and, and coaches, and he did everything that a crisis manager tells a client to do. He's the opposite of Donald Trump. He actually took everybody's advice. He went up there. He tried his best to stunt the criticism. It seemed to me he was he had a very well thought out, very coached plan, which is to just fall, fall on the proverbial sword, say it was his bad. He revealed that his data was part of the 87 million released as well. And so basically it seems to me his agenda was to kind of diffuse and blunt the criticism, take a bunch of the responsibility, kind of man up on the thing, look like he's being a guy, and, and then try and either stave off any new regulation, or if there's going to be new regulation, keep it as light touch as possible and make sure it applies to the competition, too. Jamie, am I being cynical here, or is that kind of a reasonable way of interpreting what he's what he's done here? Well, I think he is dodging fundamental questions and trying to co-opt and inform. Uh, he's trying to save his brand. He's trying to save the stock price, trying to save his wealth. They did take a stand, however, Facebook, that was interesting. Just yesterday, we had called on Facebook, which had spent $200,000 along with uh, Google, AT&T, uh, Verizon, and Comcast against the ballot measure for privacy rights in California that's going to the ballot uh, in November. And Facebook was part of this coalition. And... Uh, the consumer groups behind the ballot measure uh, and Consumer Watchdog and, and some others wrote Zuckerberg last month and said, look, the scandal shows why we need privacy rights. It says companies have to tell you when your information is being sold uh, or shared and what information they have on you. And you have the right to stop the selling of the information and they have to be liable for data breaches, a very strong ballot measure. And you should you know, as contrition for what just happened and, and recognition of the problem and the need for a big solution, back out of this coalition against the ballot measure. And last night on KPIX News, uh, CBS News, Facebook said we're no longer going to be part of that coalition against the ballot measure. Uh, it was pretty stunning. Uh, I think it shows that they realized they have to take steps. Now, they said they weren't going to be part of the coalition, but they didn't say, that Zuckerberg was going to support the ballot. Right. I think he <laughs> That's a different because, issue. But, you know, it's an important issue, and I'll tell you why, because he is both the villain in this 
And he is also, I won't say a victim, even though he said he wasn't a victim, but I will say he is the patient on the couch scratching his head as to how his own Facebook account and data from 87 million Americans went a-missing to Cambridge Analytica. I mean, if the guy who controls the most powerful internet platform in the world, who's worth, I don't know what, $12 billion or something, can't keep track of his own data, how the rest of us can control data without new laws to help us? So he would be not just the poster, Facebook's the poster child for this initiative, but Zuckerberg, if he wanted to do some good, could be the face of this initiative and say, look, I was as baffled as anyone. We took some protocol changes, but I got to tell you, every company that has a data on people should have to tell you what they got, shouldn't sell without your permission, and should be liable, just like Facebook should be, when uh, we are grossly negligent uh, with your data when we allow a breach, when we should have encrypted the data, when we should have protected your data. I mean, if he really wanted to turn this around, Mark Zuckerberg personally, and I don't think Facebook should be involved because Facebook shouldn't be involved in any elections in any way, for or against, since they control a platform that can swing elections. Personally, Mark Zuckerberg should come out and say, I am willing as a person to tell my story and get out there and support this California privacy measure because I am the living proof that you can think you're the master of the universe and on top of all your data and you don't know what happened to it. Well, Jamie, this this is really a fascinating topic. And, and it seems to me that um, I, have, I have shared this thought every once in a while and it always falls flat. But I'm going to come back to it again and we'll, we'll see what you think of this. Uh, but what we're talking about here is basically Mark Zuckerberg kind of in, in, in a non-religious way kind of repenting. Right. Or doing better. Yeah. Right. And, and saying, OK, I, I screwed up. Things went bad in the past. But, you know, we can do better. We can we can make amends. We can go forward. We can hashtag win the future. And I have I have sometimes every once in a while posited the notion that corporate leaders, uh, you know, business people of note, Instead of saying, I want my tax cuts and I'm just going to wall myself off from America and I'm just going to be some crabby old white guy who doesn't want to pay for anything and I want, you know, I want all the tax subsidies and I don't want any regulation. What they ought to do is have some patriotic spirit about themselves and, and, and pay their fair share of taxes and follow the money in. In World War II, we had the dollar a year guys. The CEO of General Motors, you know, took a leave of absence, went to help the government run the war effort for a dollar a year. I mean, these were patriotic people who were doing things for their country. And so it seems to me that you know we need to kind of at least make an effort. And, and Jamie, talk me talk me off if I'm if I'm in dreamland here. Uh, but it seems to me we ought to try and engage at least in some way with people like Mark Zuckerberg and these other alleged leaders of corporate America and say, why are you so miserly? Why the attitude of crabbiness and I got mine and I don't want to be a part of you and I'm going to wall myself off? I mean, can, can you just follow your, pay your taxes, follow your dollars in, be a nice member of the community. Jamie, is that asking too much, or am I in dreamland here? No, I think I think Mark Zuckerberg should be a mensch. I think we should make him a mensch and, and make him do what he needs to do to repent, uh, which is to do something that's probably not going to win him a lot of dinner dates in the Silicon Valley. He needs to get out there and say, look, my company now does not sell people's data. We tell people what data we collect on them. We give them control over the data, and we are ready to be legally accountable if the data is breached and we didn't protect it. We don't, he said, we don't deserve your data if we can't protect it. We've got to put his money where his mouth is and put up damages if it's, if it's failed. 
that's all this ballot measure does. So, look, Mark Zuckerberg, we extend a hand to him and hope he'll join us, and I'm going to extend it in more forms, and I'm hoping that he comes out personally. We don't want Facebook. We don't want Facebook's money. We don't want the Facebook shareholders. We want Mark Zuckerberg, the man. Is he going to be a man? Get out there and say, you know, I was wrong. Let's make it right. Let's make it right. right. Let's make amends. Let's make it right. And let's go change the future. Yes. Jamie, I love it. I got to leave it there, unfortunately, because the time has run on us. But it's always great to visit with you on these days. It's always great to visit ConsumerWatchdog.org as well. Always great stuff there. If you don't know Jamie Court, even if you do know Jamie Court, go over to ConsumerWatchdog.org because they're really doing a great job for us, and we need people doing a great job for us. The federal government is checked out. Hey, Jamie, they're working for the other guys. Jamie, thanks so much as always, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Noah.